Hello and welcome to another episode of the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host Gordon Doan and today we're going to be talking about blueprints. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So I'm hoping that everybody's staying well, keeping safe and um, managing Um, with your local lockdown restrictions wherever you are in the world they're all changing at the moment Um, so it has become a bit of a battle to keep up to date with the uh, news in terms of local lockdown restrictions and indeed national lockdown restrictions they seem to be changing a bit more regularly Um, but it's important to keep up with them Um, I'm trying to keep up with them the best I can to make sure we follow them and stay safe Um, so hopefully everybody's uh, managing that okay this week I managed to get out well, over the last week I managed to get out and do five two five kilometer runs which is really good so I managed to get out to a local park uh, and do a run with a friend who I hadn't seen for some time um, lovely um, to do that that was really good and I also managed to do a five kilometer run on the treadmill I used Swift so I was able to run around uh, New York City Central Park which was also very nice so uh, getting back into my running which is phenomenal I'm really pleased um, that I've been able to do that I've given myself something to aim for in a couple of weeks time I'm doing a 25 kilometer race it'll be the first socially distanced race that I've done Um, it'll be interesting to see how that goes I'll keep you all up to date uh, in terms of how I get on with that but also around the experience about doing that in a kind of Covid secure fashion Um, I'm, I'm interested to see how the race directors will kind of implement those uh, restrictions uh, and make make everything happen. So uh, I'm sure it'll still be a great event um, and I'm excited to see how that turns out. And equally, I'm excited to see whether I can run 25 kilometres uh, after not running for quite some time. So uh, I've given myself a real tight target, so that's in a couple of weeks' time. So I've got a few weeks uh, to get back into it. Uh, so I'm planning on doing another couple of 5Ks this week and then maybe I'll do one slightly longer run before the race. Um, I doubt I'll run the whole race. It's in a, a, quite a hilly area. So I'm assuming I'll be walking up the uh, the uphills uh, and running the, the flats and the downs. So uh, that'll be quite uh, good to get give me something to get back into without that end target of you know a challenge as such. I find it difficult to concentrate and that's I think one of the reasons why I've uh, dropped off the last few weeks but really nice to get back into my running also this week or over the last couple of weeks indeed um i've started drinking a new drink so um for those who know me i very rarely drink hot drinks i don't really do teas or coffee uh, i've tried to drink coffee for years but never really liked it i love the smell of coffee but never really enjoyed the taste of it um, so i never really do hot drinks i do the occasional hot chocolate uh, but that's about it in terms of hot drinks you know if i'm even if i'm out and about and with friends who are having tea coffees whatever um, i tend to have soft drinks i tend to just have water squashes juice etc uh, that kind of thing and just avoid uh, the hot drinks but this this week uh, the last couple of weeks i've been trying um a new green tea um, which is actually quite good i've never really liked green tea before but this one i've got is a grapefruit grapefruit and pineapple infusions uh, tea uh, which is actually very nice so I've got a mug in front of me right now um, and I've been sipping on that as we go through the podcast but that gives me a little it's actually quite a nice boost in the afternoon I've been having one every day for the last couple of weeks or most days um, and they give me a nice little boost which is quite nice and um, healthy too so that's a, a an added benefit uh, so that's been quite cool so uh, if you fancy uh, trying something new I recommend uh, Twinnings green tea, pineapple and grapefruit infusions. Very nice indeed. So this week I wanted to talk. Uh, I wanted to talk about um, blueprints. 
And the reason I wanted to talk about blueprints is I think it's important in life to have a blueprint for where you're going. I think without a map of where you're going in life, it can become very difficult to um, be drawn into somebody else's plan uh, for you. Um, you can, you know, fall into life's rabbit holes and you can struggle to get out and just kind of be unhappy, but not really knowing why you're unhappy because you're you're part of somebody else's plan, right? You're not in charge of your own destiny. You've kind of just been taken along by life's challenges and um, got stuck in a, in a rabbit hole somewhere through no fault of your own usually, um, you know, and just kind of without a little bit of thinking, it can be really difficult to get life back on track into a place where you, you're living that life that you love. And I think a key part of living a life that you love is knowing where you're going and knowing what success looks like, what good looks like to you. And of course, everybody's going to have a different uh, version of success. Everybody's going to have a different version of what winning looks like for them in different aspects of their life. So your blueprint can cover um, everything from your business, your um, or your your job, you know, because you you know not everybody needs to be an entrepreneur. Um, you can have your job and be successful and live the life you love that way. Um, or you can have your own business. You can have a, a blueprint for your health and well-being. You can have a blueprint for your relationships, whether it's with your partners or whether it's with your friends and families. Uh, you know, whoever that's with. So you can have a blueprint for almost every every aspect of your life. Uh, hopefully one overall blueprint for, for everything is, is is the way I kind of manage it. So that's the benefit of having uh, a blueprint. I think it's, the benefits of having one are real clear. And I think, you know, like I say, it can be easy to become stuck in somebody else's plan if you don't have a plan of your own. So whether you call it a plan, a blueprint, roadmap, whatever you want to call it, it I think it's important to have what you, in your head what success looks like for you. And I've done episodes on how to do that previously. Um, so, but it, it's really important to have that blueprint. Now, I want to talk about the dangers of putting one together and how to avoid those dangers. So, when you're putting a blueprint together or a roadmap, whatever you want to call it, some of the traps, some of the common traps that people fall into. Um, so, I want to cover a few of those off. So, the biggest one is following somebody else's blueprint, somebody else's roadmap to success, and expecting to get the same results. So. If you follow somebody else's roadmap to success, so right, if we think, take this step back a step, a lot of people, a lot of specialists, a lot of gurus sell um, secrets, to, their secrets to success and sell their blueprint to success. And I have no problem with that. I think that's a really good way of gaining knowledge and learning how somebody's done something. I think that's a real crucial part to developing any process is learning from other people's mistakes and learning from the good things other people have done as well. I think it's really important. So it's not, uh, I'm not um, becrying anybody that does that or be moaning and begrudging anybody who sells their secrets to success. In fact, I think it, it's a real worthwhile thing to do because you can learn so much. But if you take wholesale somebody's blueprint that they've done and you then try to implement it, there's going to be a couple of things that aren't the same, right? So your environment is not going to be the same as that person's. You're not necessarily going to have the same relationships, you know, the same existing customers, the same existing fan base, 
the same processes in place, the same support mechanisms, the same financials, etc., etc. There's going to be a whole host of things that are different for you than was different for them. So you're going to start in a slightly different place. So expecting to achieve the same level of success with their blueprint, you're off to a rocky start already. The other thing is that doing it their way came naturally for them. Their process led to their success, which they no, have no doubt honed for, for years and years. Indeed, since they were born, they've honed those processes to get to where they're going. Um, they've always had this outlook in life and they've, they've gotten there and now they're sharing how they've got there. You know, that, those, th that way of thinking, those ways of making decisions, those, that way of operating is what comes naturally for them. It's not, nece not necessarily what comes naturally for you. And you've got to do what comes naturally for you. Otherwise, it will be so difficult and painful to follow that blueprint that you will eventually give up and abandon it. So you've got to take. So the way I recommend doing it, the way I do it myself, is to take bits of processes that I know work for other people. Um, and I'll give you exam an example in a second. I take bits of those processes, put them into my blueprint and adapt them as I go forward. So, for example, if I look at this podcast. So if you were starting a brand new podcast and you'd had no experience of doing a podcast before, how do you put a blueprint together to get yourself to whatever success looks like for you as a podcast? So here's some options. Here's what I could have done. I could have gone out and listened to hours and hours of podcasts to develop a picture of what in my head about what that what a podcast should look like, what it should achieve, how it should operate, etc. And there's an infinite number of podcasts out there nowadays. You know, I could have spent years and years and years researching. I could have spent a few hours researching. You know, I could have done um, you know anywhere in between in terms of researching existing podcasts and getting information that way and kind of analyzing what other people have done. Um, and I did do a little bit of that, right? So um, I, I, I've always listened to podcasts since they became, since they came out, really. Um, I think they're a great way of learning and gaining new information. Um, it was really good. So I, I'd been doing it for years before I started my podcast. So I already had a kind of a wealth of knowledge around what I thought a podcast should be like um, from, from listening to podcasts, right? So I could have just started doing my podcast there. But as I've mentioned on the podcast before, I'm um, part of a podcast ma mastermind. So which is where hosts of podcasts come together, discuss issues that they're facing, discuss things that they found do really well, and discuss new and creative ways of recording content, etc., etc. So I'm now learning from the people who are actually delivering the podcast. So instead of listening to the episodes and trying to analyze from my point of view the background back-end processes with no experience of those i'm now sitting down with the individuals and talking through those in great detail um, to learn from people who are already doing it so that's really helped me i'm also member i'm also a member of a number of online podcast uh, social media groups um, so again chatting online to people who host podcasts um, to, to learn and develop from those guys. And in turn, I post back into those and people hopefully learn from my experience as well. So um, I, I shaped my blueprint. So initially I had a view of what 
a successful podcast sounded like. Then I learned kind of what the back-end processes need to be, which allowed me to shape my overall blueprint of what I wanted my podcast to look like. So I put those processes in place. And then as I've grown, I've changed and developed and hopefully improved my blueprint um, to make it mine. So obviously in the last couple of months, I've rebranded the podcast and we've got the new two week, uh, two episodes a week format um, with slightly different formats for the other episode. So I've developed it. So I've not stuck rigidly to the original blueprint, right? So this is one of the key things with the blueprint. It needs to always be evolving and always developing. If your blueprint has stayed exactly the same for a whole host of years, um, you know, you're going to start falling behind other competitors and other businesses um, because um, things move, right? So technology especially is developing really quickly. So every year, seemingly new social media platforms are being launched, new technology is being released. So if you're not keeping up with those things, you will naturally um, not be able to keep up with um, your competitors who are taking advantage of those things. Um, apologies for snow barking in the background. I have no idea what she's barking at. I've, as I mentioned on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, I've relocated my stuff um, to my little office upstairs as opposed to downstairs. So she's barking at the front window, uh, whoever's walking past, uh, one of the neighbours or um, usually the postman. Um, she, she particularly uh, barks at the postman for some reason. Um, but I have no idea because I can't see uh, over the front from uh, where I'm sat here. Um, so hopefully uh, she'll quiet down in a minute. But again, that's a good example of developing a process and not sticking to the original blueprint. So here she is. Good girl. So um, she, um, so yeah, so I used to do the podcast uh, downstairs um, in a little corner in the living room. Uh, but I was getting feedback that there was... Um, indeed some feedback from some of the electrical equipment which happened to be my fish tank um, that I have downstairs you could hear the electronic hum from the fish tank so I moved my stuff um, I adjusted my blueprints and changed my process to take into uh, to account that feedback um, so hopefully by adjusting your blueprint and developing it as you go instead of sticking rigidly rigidly to the original that will help you to grow and get to that success environment to that life that you love uh, quicker um, than you otherwise would so that's important when you're looking at a blueprint is don't stick to it rigidly is look uh, to develop it involve it as you go along now the other thing with blueprints is like i say don't take wholesale processes from other individuals when you're putting your you know people sell blueprints um, which I have absolutely no blueprints to success, which I have absolutely no issues with at all, you know, um, especially if they're specialists in that area and that's something that you want to achieve. Um, so to have a, a look, to have a view of how they've achieved what it is that you're trying to achieve is really useful for you when you're developing your blueprint. But like I said, don't stick absolutely rigidly to that because that's going to be what comes naturally for them it's not going to be what comes naturally to you everybody has a different outlook on life everybody has that different natural tendencies in terms of decision making and what success looks like for them so um, take parts of their processes that you know work and adapt them and make them better 
to suit your own needs um, and to suit your natural tendencies. Um, you know, if I took somebody's successful podcast formula, you know, if I took Tim Ferriss's or um, um, Joe Rogan or somebody who's uh, super famous from doing a podcast and took their process and followed it religiously, I would not be as successful as they would because that's not what comes naturally for the, for me. It's what comes naturally for them. I think in a different way. I operate in a different way. So I would have to adapt it and um, I would have to uh, change it as I went to make it my own. Um, the, the, you know, the, the, the extreme end of taking somebody's wholesale blueprint or their roadmap to success is that you will look like an imitation or you will look like a ripoff of that individual if you if you are so good at copying their process and you can't make it your own. That is the kind of extreme end in terms of a bad side of what could happen. You know, at worst, you just won't be as successful as them because that's not your process. It's not your natural um, inclination. So you need to adapt it to your own natural styles, your own natural inclination, your own natural decision-making abilities, etc. So take parts of processes, adapt them for you, and that's what should form your blueprint. So hopefully that's been a useful conversation around some of the pitfalls of a blueprint and, and the benefits of having one. So just to quickly recap, A, we need a, we need a uh, blueprint roadmap to success, whatever you want to call it, to, um, to give us that plan to where we're going, to give us that end goal. It could be be so easy to be distracted if we don't know where we're going or we don't keep reminding ourselves it can become so easy to get distracted with life and go down rabbit holes that we never expected to go down uh, because we're not kind of knowing where our end point is that being said don't be completely end rigid with where your end point is what your success looks like um, you know take advantage of opportunities that come along that may take you down a different path but you know adjust and evolve that plan for success or what success looks like for you as you go so don't uh, rigidly stick to an original goal um, allow room for opportunities to take you in slightly different uh, directions um, when you're putting your blueprint together don't wholesale copy somebody else's blueprint for success you know adapt parts of it and take it uh, and make it better improve it for yourself uh, adapt it to your natural styles I think that's really important if you're not adapting it to your natural styles then it won't feel comfortable or it won't necessarily feel comfortable and it won't necessarily work as well or as quickly for you either so uh, make sure you adapt it to your own uh, style your own natural ability etc um, and that's it really so hopefully that's helped Thank you very much for listening. I've been Gordon Doan. You guys have been great. Let's go and start living that life we love. Let's go. <laughs>